on this beautiful Sunday morning. I'm so privileged to welcome each of you in church this morning. Baie, baie welkom in ons kerk veroogend. Dis een baie besondere voorrecht om op hierdie prachtige lenteoogend vir elkeen te sê, jy is welkom in die huis van die Heere. Vir elkeen wat inluister op ons YouTube, vir julle speciale woord van welkom, wherever you might be, um, watching on the YouTube, we also want to welcome you and say that we pray that God bless you wherever you might be. Ek wil graag die volgende afkondiging sonder die aandacht bring vir oogend. Um, ons is baie bevoorrecht vir oogend om vir Dominie Daniel, nee, Daniel, as kies Daniel Gaus by ons te hee, en sy moeder Mimpie Gaus. Um, Daniel gaan vir oogend vir ons die dienst lei, en um, we are very excited and very privileged to have you um, to conduct our service this morning. He's got a very exciting theme this morning, and it's about full confidence in God. Is there anybody that we can have full confidence in in this time of year and time of season and time of the world that we're living in? Only in God. And Daniel, Daniel will tell us exactly about that, what, what to do now to look at it. Um, if we can have a look also, you saw all the announcements on our notice board, on our PowerPoint presentation. Um, we want to underscore the activities that's taking place again. Um, our Bible studies is on Tuesdays. That will commence again this week. And then also our Adorama service, uh, that's a silent meditational prayer sessions that will take place on Wednesday evenings. Jylle is so welkom om by ons aan te sluit. Dis rechtig voor een belevenis om so nabij aan die hartklop van die Heere te kom en te groei dier bybelstudie by te woon en te hoor wat die Heere vir ons sê. Kom, sluit by ons aan asjeblief. En dan het jylle gesien op ons, op ons afkondigingsboord hierso al die name van persoene wat vraag vir gebed. We've got a long list of people that's on our prayer list. Um, there are people that's really very sick and there's people that's going through very, very difficult times. Please make time and pray for them. We also get a lot of feedback of people thanking us to say that God have really touched them and there's really miracles happening. Don't think that miracles is just far away. It's close. Wherever God is, there's a miracle. And we can always take our prayer list and pray for the people and ask God to touch their hearts and help them. Even if they're in dire straits, God is available. Then, if it's your birthday this week, is there anybody that's having their birthday this week in church today? Yes, there we are. Well, along with all the other people that's also having their birthday, we as congregation would like to wish you a very happy and a blessed birthday. Let's give her a hand. 
happy birthday to all that's having their birthday this week. Um, on the, let me just get that, the 1st of October, the 1st of October, begin ons weer met ons Grief Share pro, um, program. Die Grief Share program is een program wat ons aanbiedt oor een paar weke, wat gaan oor mense wat verliese gelei het. If you have lost a dear one, of jy het ook getrek, van een huis na ander huis getrek, of jy het een hoentje of een kijkje verloor, of iemand, of iets, of dat iets in jou leven gebeur, wat jy moet afstand van doen, en een nieuwe aanpassing in jou leven aanvat, maar eerst dier die proces moet gaan van verwerping, ach verwerking, hoe om dier die proces te gaan, is jy baie welkom. Kom sluit by ons aan asjeblief, dit sal hier in ons kerk sal plaas vind, en is van 4 uur die middag, tot en met 6 uur die avond. Um, ons, dit is een oopgroep, jy hoef niks te sê nie, jy kan net by ons kom sit, en deelwees saam met ons, en hoor, en emotioneel saam met ons die video's kyk, en die ervaring het, van jy het familie wat jou ondersteun. Then we've got a basement sale that's taking place on the 30th of September. Do anybody of you kids know what is a basement? What is a basement? Sissa? Daasai. Yes. That's it. Is daar onder die saal, is daar a kelder, a plek, nee? where we've got a lot of things and it's things like in tables, and daar staalgoekies, en daar ijskassies, en daar, you name it, wat is daar, daar surprises. This is a, a lucky dip box, with a verscheidheid goeders in. Um, we're having this basement sale, and if you want to have a look at the lucky dip, and a lucky box, the lucky box there, just come and have a look, and come and buy that special thing that you always wanted, but could not afford it. Op hierdie manier ondersteun ons dan ook die fondse van ons gemeente. Um, Assebleef, kom en ondersteun het. Ek is nou nie baie seker nie, Margaret, maar ek denk daar gaan ook dalk een theekje of een koeldrankje of een ietsiekie te eten te koop wees die dag. En jylle weet, as ons goeikies verkoop, soos in iets om te eet, dan kyk ons maar altyd na die lekkerte van die dinge en jylle weet, ek kyk daar diep achter, want die Tannese handen mekeer niks, maar ons sal mekaar nog help daarop, dankie Susan, ons sê nou al dankie, <laughs> en allemaal wat gaan help, kom ons gees om even Susan ook aand, daar sy, dankie. Nou, ek laat my gedeelte gedoen, en dankie vir die voorrecht daarvoor, ek wil nou vrees ek graag vir Dominie Daniel vraag, om asjeblief vir ons die dienste kom laai, Ons verwelkom jou in ons familie en ons vraag dat jy asjeblief vir ons die woord van die Heere sal bring en ons bid die Heere sy sien op jou af. Baie dankie Daniel. Sê by my sal aansluit asjeblief.
Thank you, Tasha, for your warm welcome and introduction. Good morning, everyone. Especially good morning to all of you, all of the children sitting here before me. Are you guys well? Are you good? Ready for church? <laughs> awesome. Then just from my side, thank you very much to uh, Brixton Church and especially Reverend Henny van der Weyen for the opportunity to bring you the word today. Dan ook vir al ons Afrikaanse lidmate, ek was gevra om die dienst of zakelijk in Engels te hanteer, maar ek gaan ook my beste doen om julle ook deel te laat voel van die eredienst vandag. Maar voordat ons aangaan, kom ons raak stil voor die Heere. Let us have a moment of silence followed by prayer. I look up to the mountains. Does my strength come from the mountains? No. My strength, com strength comes from God, who made heaven and the earth and the mountains. Lord, our faith is strengthened with the knowledge of your saving grace. You rescue us even though we are sometimes unfaithful. Lord, thank you for coming to the earth and revealing your gospel of truth, love, and mercy to us. You have redeemed us from our sinful nature by dying on the cross for our sins and rising from the dead on the third day. Lord, we lift our eyes to the heavens seeking you, knowing that you provide all our needs and that no evil force or power can separate us from your love, for we belong to you. Father, your saving grace renews our faith. Your truth is the spirit that reigns in our hearts and our lives. We pray for the needs of all of those who do, not who do not yet know your goodness, with the hope of guiding them in faith and with, knowledge of, and with the knowledge of your truth under the guidance of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Genade en vrede vir julle van God ons Vader en die Heere Jesus Christus, die werking van die Heilige Gees. Grace and peace to you from God, our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, through the work of the Holy Spirit. Let us stand and praise the Lord for everything he has done for us. Blessing and honor, glory and power be unto the ancient of days from every nation all of creation bow before the ancient of days. Every tongue in heaven and earth shall declare your glory. Every knee shall bow at your throne. In worship you will be exalted, O God. And your kingdom shall not pass away, O ancient of days. Your kingdom shall reign over all the earth. Sing unto the ancient of days. For none can compare to your matchless worth. Sing unto the ancient of days. Every tongue in heaven and earth 
shall declare your glory, every knee shall bow at your throne. In worship you will be exalted, O God, and your kingdom shall not pass away, O Ancient of Days, O Ancient of Days. I lift my hands to the coming King, to the great I am, to for you're the one that reigns within my heart, and I will serve no foreign god or any other treasure. For you are my heart's desire, spirit without measure.
before we continue, let us pray. Lord, sometimes we doubt your word and question your promises. Yet your word still confirms this absolute reality that you are in control. For your word and promises are more than enough. And your faithfulness extends beyond the boundaries of time and space. Thank you for the gift of faith. And I pray that our trust in you will increase day by day. For we desire to honor your name in everything we say and do. Amen. Ons skriflesing vandag kom uit Hebreërs hoofstuk 11 vers 29 tot en met hoofstuk 12 vers 2. En ek lees vir ons vanuit die 1983 vertaling. The scripture reading for today uh, is Hebrews chapter 11 verse 29 to chapter 12 verse 2. I will be reading out of the New Living Translation. It first in Afrikaans. Omdat die Israelite gegloe het, het hulle dier die rooi see getrek soos oor droog grond. Terwyl die Egyptenaars verdrink het, toe hulle dit ook probeer doen het omdat die Israelite gegloe het, het die mire van Jericho geval, nadat hulle 7 dae daarom hierin getrek het. Omdat Rahab die prostitiet gegloe het, het sy die verkenners vriendelijk ontvang, en het sy nie omgekom saam met die wat aan God ongehoorsam was nie. En wat moet ek nog meer sê, die tyd ontbreek my om te vertel van Gideon, Barak, Simson en Jefta, van David, Samuel en die profete. Dier die geloof het hulle koninkryke verover, die recht van God gaan af en verkry wat God beloof het. Hulle het leeuwse bekke toegestop, gloeiende vier geblis en aan die swaard ontkom. Hulle het in swakheid kracht ontvang, was sterk in oorlog en het die leers van vreemdes op die vlug gejaag. Vrouwe het hulle doos teruggekry, opgewek uit die dood. Ander geloofiges wou nie die prijs vir hulle eie vrylating betaal nie en is doodgemartel. Hulle wou die opstanding tot een beter leven deelachtig word. Ander weer het bespotting en lijfstraf verdier, selfs boeie en gevangenskap. Geloofiges is met klippe doodgegooi en stikke gesaag met die swaard vermoor. Hulle het rondgeswerf in skaapvelle en in bokvelle. Hulle het gebrek gelei, is verdruk en mishandel. Die wereld was hulle nie werd nie. Hulle het rondgeswerf in boestijne en op berge en het in grotte en in gate in die grond gelewe. En hoewel daar oor hulle amal van weel geloof met soveel lof getuig is, het hulle nie verkry wat beloof is nie, omdat God vir ons iets beters beoog het, so dat hulle nie sonder ons die volleinding sou bereik nie. Terwyl ons dan so'n grootskare geloofsgetuies rondom ons het, laat ons elke las van ons afgooi, ook die sonde wat ons so makkelijk laat verstuk. En laat ons die wetloop wat vir ons voorlee met volharding hardloop, die oog gevestig op Jesus, die begin en volleinder van die geloof. Terwille van die vreugde wat vir hom in die vooruitzicht was, het hy die kruis verdier, sonder om vir die skande daarvan terug te deins, en hy sit nou aan die rechterkant van die troon van God. Tot so ver ons skriflesing. It was by faith that the people of Israel went through the Red Sea, as though they were on dry ground. But when the Egyptians tried to follow, they were all drowned. It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days, and the walls came crashing down. It was by faith that Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed with the people in a city who refused to obey God, for she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. How much more do I need to say? It would take too long to recount the stories of the faith of Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and all the prophets. By faith these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice, and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouths of lions, 
quenched the flames of fire and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back again from death. But others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to be set free. They placed their hope in a better life after the resurrection. Some were jeered at, and their backs were cut open with whips. Others were chained in prisons. Some died by stoning. Some were sawed in half, and others were killed with a sword. Some went about wearing skins of sheep and goats, destitute and oppressed and mistreated. They were too good for this world, wandering over deserts and mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. All these people earned a good reputation because of their faith, yet none of them received all that God had promised. For God had something better in mind for us, so that they would not reach perfection without us. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially that sin, the sin that so easily trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. What a powerful testimony of faith. Life is often compared to a race, commonly commonly referred to as the race of life. This race isn't a short 100 meter sprint or a 200 meter dash, nor is it a relay race. Instead, the race of life more closely resembles a marathon, such as the Comrades or the Two Oceans. If we were to ask athletes whether they prefer uphill or the downhill segments of a race, I'm sure most likely they would prefer the downhill portions. Downhills require less effort and provide an opportunity to to recharge one's energy for the uphill challenges that lie ahead. Uphills demand considerable effort, draining energy, and it often constitutes the toughest stretches of the race. In Hebrews 12 verse 1, we also see the metaphor of a race. Well, these Jewish believers were familiar with the concept of a marathon because the Greek Olympic Games already existed in that period of time. It was a tradition maintained under the Roman Empire. Remember, the Roman Empire came after the Greeks. They understood that the marathon encompasses both uphill and downhill segments. The book of Hebrews was composed for a community of Jews who had forsaken their entire way of life to follow Jesus. This decision led to persecution sowing seeds of doubt in their faith. They came profoundly fatigued and disheartened in their spiritual journey. One could say that they were enduring a steep uphill section in their life's marathon. They grew weary of their circumstances and questioned whether their faith in Jesus was truly worthwhile. At times, we can relate our lives to these uphill struggles and the weariness that accompanies them. Frustration may set in, leading us to question the worthiness of following Jesus. We may wonder how we can continue to put one foot in front of the other in our life's marathon. And it is within this context of weariness that the writer of of Hebrews addresses the issue. So then, how can we live with full confidence in the Lord today? There are are three key milestones in our life's journey that will provide guidance. 
The first milestone directs our attention to the downhill stretches of life, where things are going well and require less effort. In Hebrews 11 verse 1 we read, Faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. In Hebrews 11 verse 1 staan daar om te glo is om seker te wees van die dinge wat ons hoop, om oortuig te wees van die dinge wat ons nie sien nie. As followers of Jesus, we hope for the realization of God's kingdom on earth, encompassing justice, health, righteousness, and more in our lives and in the world. We hold on to these promises with unwavering conviction. Faith is not exclusively an intellectual or emotional exercise. It is a wholehearted commitment to which we dedicate our entire lives. It becomes evident when we consider, consider the heroes of faith mentioned in Hebrews 11. The Israelites, for instance, trusted the Lord's promise that they would cross the Red Sea on dry land. Just imagine yourself stepping into that parted sea, trusting that it won't engulf you. Similarly, the Israelites marched around Jericho, fully confident that they would claim the promised land. Try to envision yourself walking around those walls, steadfast in your faith that those walls will crumble. Then there are the individuals like Rahab, Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel, and the prophets, all commended for their faith. In vers 33 tot 35 al lees ons van die oorwinnings wat die geloofshelde behaal het. Hulle het dier geloof koninkryke verover, die recht van God gehand af en verkry wat God beloof het. Hulle het leeuwse bekke toegestop, gloeiende vier geblis en aan die swaard ontkom. Hulle het in swakheid kracht ontvang, was sterk in oorlog en het die leers van vreemdes op die vlug gejaag. Vrouwe het hulle dooies teruggekry, opgewek uit die dood. Wonderlijke aftraandes in hulle wetloop. In verses 33 to 35a, we read about the triumphs. By faith, these people overthrew kingdoms, ruled with justice and received what God had promised them. They shut the mouths of lions, quenched the flames of fire and escaped death by the edge of the sword. Their weakness was turned to strength. They became strong in battle and put whole armies to flight. Women received their loved ones back again from death. These are the exhilarating downhill moments in their race. Reading this list fills us with joy, celebrating God's goodness and His fulfillment of promises. It is motivating, reflecting our aspirations for healing, the arrival of God's kingdom on earth and our praise. These reasons drive our desire to follow Jesus with unwavering commitment. Yet as we continue reading from verse 35b to, to verse 38, a different aspect of the race emerges. Daar was ander wat nie die prijs vir hulle eie vrylating wou betaal nie en is doordgemartel. Hulle wou die opstanding tot een beter leven deelachtig word. Ander weer het bespotting en lijfstraf verdier, selfs boeie en gevangenskap. Geloofiges is met klippe doodgegooi en stukke gesaag met die swaard vermoor. Hulle het rondgeswerf in skaapvelle en in bokvelle. Hulle het gebruik gelei as verdruk en mishandel. Die wereld was hulle nie werd nie. Hulle het rondgeswerf in woestijne en op berge en het in grotte en in gate in die grond gelewe. But others were tortured, refusing to turn from God in order to be set free. 
They placed their hope in a better life after their resurrection. Some were jeered at, and their backs were cut open with whips. Others were chained in prisons. Some died by stoning. Some were sawed in half, and others were killed with a sword. Some went about wearing skins of sheep and goats, destitute and oppressed and mistreated. They were too good for this world, wandering over deserts and mountains, hiding in caves and holes in the ground. This leads us to our second milestone, uphill sections in our race, times demanding more efforts. Matthew 16 verse 24 to 26 echoes this sentiment. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? Matthäus 16 vers 24 tot 26 staan daar. Toe sê Jesus vir sy disciples, As iemand achter my aan wil kom, moet hy homself verloon. Sy kruis opneem en my volg. Want wie sy leven wil behou, sal dit verloor. Maar wie sy leven terwille van my verloor, sal dit terugkry. Wat sal het die mens help as hy die hele wereld as wens verkry, maar sy leven verloor? Wat sal een mens gee in ruil vir sy leven? While we may not face torture and execution, we might encounter mockery from friends or family, or even other Christians when we stand up for what's right or for what we believe in as Christians. We might have endured the pain of losing someone we loved. A life of faith doesn't guarantee unending ease. It demands courage during hardships, unwavering faith, hope, love, and resilience in the face of adversity. The common thread between the two lists, the list of victories and the list of sufferings, is found in verses 39 to 40. En hoewel daar oor hulle amal van wie hulle geloof met soveel lof getuig is, het hulle nie verkry wat beloof is nie, omdat God vir ons iets beters beoog het, so dat hulle nie sonder ons die volleinding sou bereik nie. All these people earned a good reputation because of their faith, yet none of them received all that God had promised, for God had something better in mind for us, so that they would not reach perfection without us. This leads us to our third milestone, Endurance. God's promises and the realization of His kingdom on earth aren't only achieved through individual efforts or perspectives. They are fulfilled through the collective endeavor of the community of believers, encompassing those who lived before us and those who will follow. In times of exhaustion, when the finish line seems distant, we must revisit Hebrews 12, verse 1 to 2. Terwijl ons dan so'n groot skare geloofsgetuies rondom ons het, laat ons elke laas van ons afgooi, ook die sonde wat ons so makkelijk verstrik, en laat ons die wetloop wat vir ons voorle met volharding haarkoop, die oog gevestig op Jesus, die begin en volleinder van die geloof, terwille van die vreugde wat vir hom in die vooruitzicht was, het hy die kruis verdier, sonder om vir die skande daarvan terug te duins, en hy sit nou aan die rechterkant van die troon van God, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down, especially the sin that so easily trips us up, and let us run with endurance the race God has set before us. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. 
because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding its shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor, beside God's throne. Faith calls us all in diverse ways, inviting us to unique roles within the community and on an individual level. We may not know precisely where the Lord is leading us, but when we feel weary and question our ability to finish the race, we should do so with our eyes firmly fixed on Jesus. He who has already completed the race, securing victory for us. So how can we live with full confidence in the Lord today? First, we must recognize that faith is not reserved for heroes. It is accessible to ordinary individuals like us. We are imperfect, we make mistakes, and sometimes we stumble. Yet we can still live confidently in the Lord. Second, living confidently in the Lord demands effort, courage, and unwavering faith during uphill challenges and times of hardship. These moments are an integral part of our faith journey. Third, as we run our race, we must keep our eyes on, our, our eyes on Jesus. God's plan for, our, for His kingdom on, uh, kingdom's arrival on earth involves a collective effort spanning generations. Our faith invested over a lifetime contributes to this greater purpose. Living confidently in the Lord today involves embracing both the exhilarating downhills and challenging uphills of our faith journey, all while keeping our gaze firmly fixed on Jesus. Amen. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for the message of salvation and grace to all that you sent through the Lord Jesus Christ. Son of God and Son of Man. Thank you that all who believe on His name will not be condemned, but have everlasting life. We will sing of your love forever, our loving Savior and gracious Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Come and stand for the slotlied, daarna kan jy staan vir die sien. Let's stand for the closing hymn, and afterward you can remain standing for the blessing. Begin en versterk ons geloof Turn your eyes upon Jesus Look full in His wonderful face And the things of earth will grow strangely dim In the light of His glory and coffee and tea in the hall uh, afterwards. Die Heere sal jou sien en beskerm. Die Heere sal sy aangezicht oor jou laat skyn en jou genadig wees. Die Heere sal sy aangezicht na jou toe draai en vir jou sy vrede gee. May the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show, show you his favor and give you his peace. Amen. So.
哦